It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girl's night, all wrapped up into one. We're back. Did you miss us? <laughs> How was Thanksgiving? <laughs> I know we're like two weeks behind here then. If we if we recap Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, true. That's true. Yeah, because we were ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which they none of them know or care to know about. So here we are. Today's <laughs> going to be one of those where it's just a great hodgepodge of many questions, comments, and concerns. <laughs> it's perfect let's start with the heck yes or a heck all right which one i'll go heck yes okay take it away i'm back back with my husband that is a heck yes if i ever heard one insert fake applause here (laughs) and (laughs) and it's it's great i feel alive again was feeling i could tell the wrinkles on my forehead (laughs) yeah like literally i could tell the wrinkles on my forehead were like getting deeper and deeper by the day and like canyons I mean, terrible. And now that I'm with Patrick, it's like I have my 18 year old skin back. Oh my gosh, so, you're practically glowing. I, I know. <laughs> it's like so weird when you're like not, you know, like missing something and alone. When it doesn't feel like you wake up, like you know the feeling when you know someone's gonna break up with you. I've only dated one guy and I walked in when I did not know he was going to cheat on me. So no, I do not know. Okay. (laughs) So like, there's this feeling if you're like, have a thing with someone or you're talking to someone where it's like, you almost know it's coming like women's sixth sense, like intuition, intuition. feminine. What is it? Feminine genius. Yeah, there you go. Make it Catholic, Meg. Yeah. (laughs) You almost know it's coming. And it's like, you kind of get this like knot in your stomach. That's how it feels to have a husband deployed as you wake up every morning feeling like you're about to get broken up with. Like you prepare for the absolute worst. Like, it's like, you just have a knot in your stomach. You're like, ah, another day might get broken up with. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like an insecure thing. It's like, that's the only way I know how to feel it of like the drain in the yeah. pain yeah and for those who have a husband gone right now you're like heck yes that is literally you're reading my mind that's true that's fair. I mean you can relate when Carrie was young and and Avery was gone in school that's true I was gonna say I've not had a deployment since being married and having kids uh but you're three months OCS, away yeah OCS pretty much is the same thing because we couldn't talk Mm -hmm. so he could have been anywhere in the world and it wouldn't have mattered because we couldn't talk so right (laughs) right I mean I literally remember telling my mom it feels like he's dead even though I know he's not dead yeah because I can't I can't even email him I can't I can't do anything yeah he essentially doesn't exist right now at least on deployment you can usually have some sort of communication here and there yeah but But, then you've also got a time difference so then it's just yeah and yeah, then you true. got service issues and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay. anyways, so is this a heck yes? Or it is. You... It's a heck yes because I don't feel oh, like you're going to be broken up with yes. every morning. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, where did this go wrong? Okay. Also, there's something, another heck yes that I used on my long trip here, and it's called a foot hammock. Oh and... my gosh. What in the oh world? Oh my gosh. It's so great because when you're on a plane, it's almost like your thighs start to hurt because your legs are just kind of like hanging down there. True, true. And um, a foot hammock, pretty much you strap it around, you put down the tray table, you strap it around, you adjust Mm -hmm. it. And so instead of like trying to like crinkle your toes on the little back, um, the little bar. No, it's like, you know, the back of the seat, how it like pops open the pouch like that's the perfect place to put your feet but then it's like you're pretty much digging your toes into the person in front of you and like you really have to use your muscles to keep your legs there yeah well a foot hammock okay if you type in foot hammock okay I got the one yes it's from basic concepts it's 15 dollars okay it says airplane foot hammock 
like memory foam, perfect airplane footrest to relax, dot, dot, dot. Um, third or 3000, 3000 reviews. I got this one. It was incredible. It literally changed the game. And the way I saw this is I saw some Japanese man last time I was coming back to the States, like, I don't know, three months ago with this. And I was, was like, using it. I was like, this is so genius. And I immediately ordered one. Um, it's so smart. Cause in my head, when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, they just have those little things you pop down. And I was like, no, that's on buses. Yes. That's or not on really the nice. Or if like your business class, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have a footrest. True. If your economy, which is what I fly going overseas, because it's yeah, so dang expensive. Yeah, there's no way you can afford anything else. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, um, this thing like really helps your thighs not hurt. It doesn't feel like all the blood's rushing to your legs. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to, I always get corner. Like I always get window because I think it's the most comfortable. And I like don't have to sneak my feet up on the side rest of someone where their elbow is. You know? I've also done that before too. Like my big toe. Like I just put the big, <laughs> just... put the big toe up there and you balance like, Hang on for dear life, dude. <laughs> but you can't sleep like that because you're really having to keep it still. Yeah. yeah. But hammock is the answer to all your traveling problems. <laughs> okay, we just solved it all. That'll be the biggest graphic of them all on this pod graphic. <laughs> the best $15 of your life. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Anyways, what's your head guess? <laughs> <laughs> um, my head guess is that my family found out that there's a Christmas market, like an authentic Christmas market, German, German Christmas market, two and a half hours north of us. So when I saw two and a half hours, I was kind of like, I don't know about that with three kids. But then I started looking at it and they have all of the foods that I remember from going to German Christmas markets as a kid. Specifically, my favorite one, I'm probably going to wreck the word in German, Baumstreisel, Streisel. It's a chimney cake, which sounds really weird. Give me that with an accent. Say it one more time with an accent. (laughs) How's that? I love the aggression. It's always aggressive when it's German. (laughs) Um, it's like a. I'm trying to explain it to you guys. It's kind of like if you took like biscuit dough, like from the package from like the refrigerated section. You took biscuit dough and you like wrapped it around in like a cone, and then deep fried it with like, maybe not even deep fried it. I don't know. Just put it in boiling water for a little bit or deep fried it and then put cinnamon sugar on it. So it's kind of crispy, Yum. but like soft dough and you can pull it off around the cone. Like a That's German churro. Sort of. Yeah. 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 But less dense, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was, oh my gosh. They're so good. So when I saw that they had those and then they also have Glühwein, which is like a warm, like wine. Mm-hmm. that they have at all the Christmas markets and then all these other things like pretzels and things. I was like, we have to go. <laughs> They'll probably have like the cutest handmade ornaments and stuff like they that. They have like 50 yeah. different vendors and they have, you know, the cute little shacks with the the wooden shacks, with the evergreen on the yeah. top, like just like the quintessential German Christmas market. There's one two and a half hours north of me and I'm going and I'm so excited. Yay. If you guys are in Alabama and you're like, what is this Christmas market she's talking about? Um, look up Coleman Christ Kindle marked, I think, or just look Christ- up Coleman Christmas market. Coleman um, with a C or K? C. C U L L, I think. M A N, I think. I don't know. Christ Kringle market. <laughs> Christ, like Christ Kindle uh-huh. market. Got it. Chris Kringle. Just Chris look Kingle. up. No, just look up. <laughs> just. Ignore everything Susie's saying. Just look up Coleman Christmas Market. It'll pop up. See you guys there. I'll be there every day in December. I'm kidding. Um, I'm just really excited about it. It feels like a part of my childhood. Like, you know how you get to go back to your childhood home and you get to, most people, you know, have like a childhood town, home, Mm -hmm. whatever. I've got like 10 of those. So it feels like I kind of get to go back to one of them a little bit. And so I'm very excited. Um, heck knows. My heck no. Patrick and I have been planning our second anniversary and what we're mm. going to do for it. And our anniversary is on New Year's Eve. So yeah. there's always stuff going on. So we're going to go to Tokyo. And I find out 
John Mayer is having like an essentially a private concert in Tokyo on New Year's Eve. And it's like 300 people in a very like cool blues, like cafe. That's so you guys dinner. It goes till 1am. You have champagne at midnight, like, and it's a solo concert because he's doing a solo tour right now the heck no is that it's all sold out because I just found out about it and even on the black market of reddit everything's sold out so Uh. that's my heck no we're still going to Tokyo and we're gonna see a ballet we're gonna you know do a ton of things but yeah we're gonna do like a new year's eve at one of these like nice hotels and whatever but John Mayer is my heck no I've always wanted to see him the fact he's in Tokyo on new year's eve at our anniversary and tickets are sold out I died. Yeah, it's even worse that you know. You wish you would never have known. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have never known. Because now like, it's just want... gonna linger in your brain forever, and you're gonna be mad. <laughs> if I could see love on love on a week on the weekend played live, man, mm. so good. Love on the weekend. You've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> I know it's so good. <laughs> uh, that's a bummer. So anyways, but what's your heck no? Uh, my heck no is getting mastitis again this postpartum it's just a bummer <laughs> that's the nice way to real put bummer. it it's just a real <laughs> bummer <laughs> oh this kid's just different he's built different he's doing the girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he eats a ton at once and then doesn't eat a ton for a while typically he will probably be nursing the entire time we're recording this podcast right now, but he normally will eat a lot for a long period of time and then will stop eating for a long period of time because he's just, he's thick. He's a chunky boy. And so I think that's probably why I'm just getting mastitis left and right. Cause he's, uh, he's like five weeks and I've already had it twice. So here we go. Okay. Here what are the go. pills? Tell everyone about these magical oh. things you yes. use. Um, it's well, clearly I only use them when I need them, when you could just take them daily and probably avoid my issues, but preventative measures. Yes. yes. Um, sunflower lecithin. And I think it's the milk, the milkmaid. Is that the one? Mm -hmm. I think it's the milkmaid. Uh, it kind of has a funny graphic on it. Yeah. Like a vintagey graphic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know I've linked them before on my Instagram, but Oh, Legendary Milk is the brand, but it's on Amazon. Um, and you can work. pop a ton. Yeah. You just, you take them every, I think it's every three, one, every three to four hours when you feel like you have mastitis, but then you can also take two daily with a meal. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. My sister-in-law who had a baby just like a week apart from us, she's been taking some daily and has not had mastitis. So let us be you know, the case study for you, <laughs> maybe and I do what a, she's yeah. doing and not what I have I'm a doing. friend who has seven kids and she's mm-hmm. had mastitis with like five of them. And with her last baby, she found out about these and just took a bunch every day and she didn't have mastitis once. Amazing. Cause mastitis is the worst. It comes on out of nowhere. Like it, yeah. And then your body reacts like it's got a feet, like it reacts like it's being infected. When in reality, it's just a clogged milk duct, but it's a whole thing. Anyways, it's a no. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's such a bummer. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to go through Megan and I right before we hopped on. We were talking about a list of like Megan's hosting her family for Christmas, um, Mm -hmm. like a few weeks prior, but Avery's whole side of the family, they're flying in. And so we were talking about things you can do, whatever. But before we get to those ideas that you guys can take, um, Hallow. Okay. So Hallow, you guys know them. You guys love them. Um, I was just looking on their app and I always forget about this because for so long I had to have an external app that goes through the daily mass readings, but they finally offer them. So if you go to the Hallow app, by the way, you can get the three month free trial at www.hallow.com backslash what in the dang heck for three months free. But if you go to the app on the bottom row, there's like five option options in the app. If you click the middle one on the bottom, it says Bible. 
it has like, okay, so this is, you know, the 34th week in ordinary time, you know, da, 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 da. And then it goes through the readings. It goes through the responsorial songs, the Alleluia, the gospel, and you can also get them read to you. So it's incredible because so many times you need to have like a separate app, like the Magnificat or something like that. And you can just find them here. And it's just like, finally, I can have, I have one app for everything. <laughs> yep. It's so true. That's, I used to have to pull up EWTN every single day. Yeah. And now I'm like, nope, I can have mm-hmm. it read to me as well, which is just perfect timing with the season of life I'm in right now. <laughs> so, Seriously. It's great. And then- you can also go, they have the whole Bible in here. So you can go to anything like you, they have the daily mass readings. If you click the the top, it says daily readings with an arrow going down, click the arrow and it goes through like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, like literally everything in the Bible um, that you can turn to. So super helpful instead of Googling, you know, different verses and different translations, this is the Catholic translation and you don't have to worry about, you know, King James version. <laughs> so yeah thank you hollow for being a sponsor and you can find everything we just like all their links and stuff in our show notes um okay so we were talking about things to do and mm-hmm. um I was saying I'm not like a massive board game person but one game I really like is called code names and it's so worth getting really, really fun. And you can do different add-ons and stuff. And it's like appropriate. It's not like, you know how sometimes apples to apples or cards for humanity can get like inappropriate and like edgy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. It's, it's a very different concept, but you could like, it's okay. If like kids aren't nearby, (laughs) (laughs) it's okay. If a kid woke up from bed and like walked down the stairs and caught you playing the game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then what was the other one you asked about? The other game that I was talking about is called The Game, and it's a card game, and we love it. We love playing it. It's the one that I was trying to come up with the name of for you beforehand. Oh, okay. Was there a different one I was talking about? My oh, you're mush. talking about that one and then Domino's, like, but Chicken Oh, foot. Chicken Foot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Chicken Foot's a lot of fun, too. You need Domino's for it. Um, but the you can play card it game, with, you, how you many people can you play chicken foot with? You could play a lot. Oh, probably yeah. like seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. But then what's the other, what's this card game? Um, this card game is called literally called the game and it's a lot of fun. It's a team effort. So it's not, if you like competing one-on-one or like teams, it's not like that. It's like everybody is playing to beat the game. So it gets kind of fun, um, but it's interesting. It's fun. I'm the same way. I have a hard time with board games, but I I love this game. We played this game every night, multiple rounds last year for Christmas with Avery's family, and it was a hit. So I'm going to order it. The game. The game. Literally the game. On the Amazon. game card game. Uh-huh. It's so fun. And it has like, okay, there's the, what does it you look like? You can play it with just two people. It's got like, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Like a red, weird, like green, deserty. blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, and then yeah, Chicken Foot. You just need dominoes. And then we were talking about movies, and Megan was saying, you know, they because of the season they're in, they Megan and Avery are doing like you know movies at home <laughs> at yeah. night. Evening and I was saying for when your family's here, I was like, you guys need to watch the Family Stone. It's my favorite Christmas movie. It's so great. It's probably not, I mean, with young kids, they won't know what's going on. But if you have like, you know, 10-year-old where they're like cognizant, I probably wouldn't watch it around them. But The Family Stone is such an underrated Christmas movie. They have so many great actors in it. Like, it's just so great. So many great one-liners, hilarious. Um, And then I was also- Never seen it. Yeah, and I'm excited. I like was like, okay, I'm gonna add this to my list. And then Cecilia proceeded to list off like five other movies that I'd never heard of. And she's like, these are all so good too. And I was like, what the heck? You gotta share these with people, other people that live under a rock like me, because all the good movies. Occasionally, Avery will be like, hey, do you want to watch a rom com? Like, not 
yeah. John Wick or something like just like a rom com, and I'm like, sure. And the only thing I can think of every time is Bridesmaids or the, the Notebook. Only thing- yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't think of anything else. And then CC listed off five. And yeah. I was like, okay. And they're like 1990s, like early 2000s, where it's mm-hmm. like really great movies. Yeah, um, classics. Classic. So like The Holiday, if you haven't seen it, that one's a little more modern. It has like Jack Black in it and Cameron Diaz. Um, really great movie. Patrick and I just watched it. That was his first time, but it's hilarious. It's not like a girly thing. Um, and then other ones that aren't Christmas, but worth the watch midnight in Paris, um, sleepless in Seattle, Notting Hill. That's probably maybe my, like next to age of Adeline is my Mm. favorite movie, Notting Hill. And then you've got mail. Actually, you've got mail is a Christmas movie. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's around Christmas. I have no idea. So there you the go. Only, the only movie I contributed to this conversation um, that we had prior to the podcast was Christmas with the Cranks. That's when Avery yeah. grew up watching every year. And so I started watching it every year with him. And I'm like, yeah, it's a part of our tradition now. It's also early 2000s. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. But- well, okay. So that was your family one. Our family one mm-hmm. was Christmas Vacation. I don't think I've seen that one either. Oh my Ew. gosh. Christmas Vacation is hilarious. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 1989. Yeah, nope. Never seen this. That is hilarious. They like cut open the turkey and it's like completely dry. And they have this like uncle that comes in and it's it's a really, really funny movie. That one. Um, also, if you haven't seen, it's a good one to watch this time of year as well, is Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Okay. It's funny, but it's like very, very heartfelt. Never but that's that a great either. one. There you go. Oh my gosh. There's the list. Perfect. There's the list. You I should do it for you guys. <laughs> I know. I should put this out on my um newsletter. Yeah, you feel free to take them and put them out too. Christmas vacation. There we'll we, reach not the masses with this list. When you watch them, I know. This is a good list. Everyone's a dang good list. Some people are gonna be like, wow, that's so inappropriate. As a Catholic, I can't believe you watched that movie. Um but yeah, well shame. Live a little. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> These are, are so good. Um okay, well, do you wanna move on with some questions for the like people had in but first okay wait the little catholic what are we highlighting this week we are highlighting i was thinking about this i took a shower with micaiah on my chest the other day because Mm -hmm. he and i are both a little bit stuffy and i was thinking about i was in the shower for two reasons i was thinking about my necklace that i have on from the little catholic Mm -hmm. one because it's 14 karat gold i'm not stressed about getting in a shower with it on this thing, mm. this baby ain't tarnishing like some mm-hmm. cheap gold necklace is going to. But also what I love about it, while Micaiah was on my chest, his face was the necklace, the chain is the 15 inch to 16 inch mm-hmm. one. And so it's the shortest one that they have. And it's a pretty short chain in general. It's not a choker, but it's like a shortest uh, necklace. It's chain like right at baby. your collarbone. It is. And it's great because his face isn't constantly hitting it on my chest when he's Mm -hmm. laying up against it it's very easy to kind of like push out of the way um if his head ever gets up onto my collarbone uh and I was like wow I've never thought about this before but that's actually amazing that I can keep this necklace on in this entire season of life and it's not a nuisance I don't have to take it off and on and off and on and I can feel kind of pretty (laughs) with it on all the time (laughs) it's great so I wanted to share that for you guys because I don't know. Maybe you're also in the same season and, or you're just like, I don't want to take a necklace off and on all the time. I want a necklace that lasts forever and I can shower in and work out in and not worry about it tarnishing. Seriously. The mother and child necklace and 14 karat yellow gold is an investment, but it's a worthy investment. And we can get you 20% off with code HECK20 um, at thelittlecatholic.com. All of it will be linked in our show notes, but I swear by all the jewelry that she sells but this one in particular mm, some serious gold (laughs) worth worth um 
putting at the top of your list for your Christmas list because you will get use out of it all year for many years. Yeah. It's one of those things like Avery would say, you buy once, you cry once. Like you're not going to regret spending good money on a good quality piece instead of just constantly buying cheap ones. (laughs) True. That's so true. Okay. Okay. So one quick thing that just came through as we were recording this, someone said, I have a response to the caller this week, who's a sophomore in in college and enduring a breakup. So if you guys listen to last week's podcast, someone called in, how do I get over this? I'm going through a breakup. And this caller said that she was going through something similar in college and stumbled upon Jackie Angel's YouTube video. And she had said, God will never show you gold and give you silver. And that line Mm -hmm. always stuck with this text this girl that texted in and it gave her the boost of confidence she needed to break up with her long-term boyfriend and trust that God had someone for me. Um, and now this girl is married and out of this world and has two kids. Um, and just thankful every day she decided to trust God's plan and can't imagine, you know, life any other way. So I love that God will never show you gold and give you silver. I really like that. Let's just clarify too, that the lady is not out of this world. her her, her man she's married to him out of this world man (laughs) I I read it as if she was like not in the dating world anymore so like she's out of this world but you're right I when you said it I thought like Cece's going this lady's out of her mind like she's she's like up in the clouds thank you you for the clarification (laughs) regardless God will never show you gold and give you silver I love that yeah yeah you want to okay so one of the questions that we got in our dms um reads as such i have a childhood friend who's very negative about her husband her kids her life and she tries to bring up things that my husband has quote-unquote messed up on in the past for example she just recently brought up that he did a jumping kick at our wedding almost eight years ago and split his pants (laughs) did it stress me out we were five minutes from walking down the altar yeah, but now it's one of those memories my husband and I laugh about. I'm trying to navigate this friendship since I don't speak negatively about my husband or motherhood. We don't live in the same state and see each other maybe once every three years, but she is a godmother to two of my kiddos, and I would like to maintain some kind of contact. I'm currently expecting my fifth baby, and all of our exchanges just seem to be life-sucking versus life-giving, despite my attempts to talk about other things or being positive when she's negative. Any advice is appreciated. Sorry it was long-winded love the pod so we could kind of put ourselves in this situation considering you're a godmother to two of my kids (laughs) (laughs) um the difference is i don't know the relationship this lady has with her friend but i would like to say all women at this stage in life if you have children and she's a godmother you should be able to call her out and call her higher Mm -hmm. that's what i was that wishful thinking going Well, I was like, maybe she's not well, like maybe you need to actually have a conversation with her schedule time to like both have your husbands take care of your kids and like Mm. schedule a FaceTime and be like, I just like, really, I love you. Like, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Like, are you okay? Like you seem unhappy and have been getting increasingly unhappy over the years. And like, I want to make sure, you know, you're okay. Because she might not be okay. True. True. That's a very empathetic way to go on that. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Well, she kind of stuck with her with the (laughs) godparents. But she like might, not that you need to have a savior complex, but like when's the last time you asked her how she was? Like actually wanted to know. Because I'm sure you're annoyed with her. And I would be annoyed as heck too. Yeah. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. But yeah, if you made her a godmother, I feel like you made her a godmother for a reason. And regardless, it's a childhood friend. So you guys have been friends for a very long time. I feel like you should have the ability or the history to to have that conversation. And and honestly, she you're probably right, Cece. She's probably projecting her hurt and everything in a million different ways in these yeah, conversations because she said that she's negative about her husband her kids and her life she's clearly unhappy yeah and like 
maybe she's going through like something like postpartum depression, or maybe she, you know, she needs to talk to someone and she just thinks that like, this is how life is supposed to, yeah. Or like, she thinks that like, this is just life. There's no way out. There's no way different. And now I have to just quote unquote, sounds terrible, but like suffer through the life I built. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe she does think that. And that's probably also why she's trying to bring your husband into it too. Cause she's like, isn't this just how it is for everyone? Yeah. She wants you to relate to her suffering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or her misery or whatever. Misery loves company. Yeah. So it's such, yeah. Wow. Never heard anything truer. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think that that's why Cece calls me and complains all the time when she's away from Patrick. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, don't you just want to like, I'm like, Meg, don't you just want to like, don't you just wish Avery was deployed too? I'm don't kidding. you just wish you also couldn't talk to him? <laughs> oh no, no, you're a champ. I'm just being annoying. <laughs> okay. How about this one? Good morning, ladies. I know neither of you are single, but do you have any advice for how to respond to questions, negative comments about relationship status or lack thereof in a prudent and godly way? These comments come up a lot for single women during the holidays, and it's hard to think of a good response. Thanks so much. And my immediate my immediate thing, and like this is kind of the same thing when people ask like, oh, when are you having kids? And I'm just like, and if mm. someone asks like, oh, when are you getting, you know, when do you find a man? Like, are you talking to anyone? And just like smiling and giving kind of a laugh and being like, not for lack of trying. And it kind mm. of like, that's a good one. Shuts them up. But at the same time, it's very lighthearted. Like you close out the conversation. You don't have to explain yourself, but True. it's just like, not for lack of trying. And you just kind of like laugh and shake it off. And they don't know what, you know what I mean? Like they right. feel, to- they de- they feel totally fine. Like they're not embarrassed. They asked it. So it's not like an right. awkward thing. And it's just like, I'm not going to, I don't feel like really having this conversation. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I think is the best and most lighthearted way to respond. No, I agree. I think that's good. I feel like that's one of those questions that people just either feel obligated to ask or it's like one of those space holders like how's Mm -hmm. the weather up in Maine yes no one cares no one here cares Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it yeah so that would be the most um I don't know charitable way to respond I think Mm -hmm. and like just easy simple instead of like you know going into like well like no one asked me out and like you know I want to be married and like now I'm not and like my friends are and like you know going through this whole emotional turmoil um, but you could be like, not for lack of trying. If you have anyone in mind, you know where to find me. Yeah. Yeah. And just move on. There you go. Mm-hmm. Kind of throw a, throw a low key plug, like network market your way. <laughs> into the. <laughs> I love a good setup. If you know anyone, let me know. <laughs> okay. I mean, we were both mutual friends, so I think that's the best way always. Yeah. No matter husbands through mutual friends. That's true. That is true. So I'm I'm matter- always trying to do that with any of our friends too. So I know. You want to read the next fun. one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not successful. Cece's much more successful at it. But no. okay. Next one. Not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I will always try. <laughs> Okay. Hey girls, anonymous here. Thoughts on the pressure to put yourself out there in the dating world. I know it's necessary in some ways, but I'm a girl who isn't very good at putting herself out there and who also feels very strongly that a guy should be the one to initiate to, in a sense, prove his commitment and conviction about dating me. I have a hard time getting behind it. Also a big believer in God's timeline. And if it's his will and my vocation to marry and date someone, then that's not something I need to go and find, but something I need to surrender and be docile to. I also hate the idea of chasing a guy and I want a guy who sees the good in me to willfully pursue it without me begging for his attention. Feeling some pressure from family and friends in my Catholic circle, not having been in a relationship at age 21 and keep being told that I need to get out there. Maybe I do? Question mark. Would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, so she has one crafted a very strong argument on her end. She laid out like four different points (laughs) about why... Wait, I can't hear you. 
sorry, I muted myself because I was coughing, um, of why she should do what she should do. So she already seems like right. she has a very set approach to this. Right. Exactly. Except as I was reading that, I was like, every sentence I read about why she feels strongly about something, I was like, yes, but in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is like the, the, I, first of all, thank you so much for sending this. Cause this is a very, you're not the only one thinking this way. This is the most relatable thing I've ever read in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not relatable to me. Cause I was, I no, really okay. like most like common, commonly spoken about thing, especially at, in the Christian world. 18 and like 25 years old. Yes. I feel like. Yes. Yes. So you, I think we've like maybe touched on this before, but like the girl who is like, one day I'm going to be sitting in adoration and because I'm holy, God's just going to place my husband and sit right next to me. He's going to walk in through those doors in adoration, just sit right next to me. And in seven months we'll be married and pregnant. And like, <laughs> it's just like, if in I- seven months. We'll be, we'll married, be married and, and pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I was seven, I months, heard seven months pregnant and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> out of order there. Um, in <laughs> like, because I do all the right things because I am pious and, you know, docile to the Holy spirit, God will just give me my husband because that's how it works. And doesn't work like that not I mean some of you maybe it did praise God call us in tell or call us let us know (laughs) I know yes you can't like bank on God doing something the exact way that you expect him to do it true like that's like really bad betting strategy (laughs) like he rarely he will give you what you need, not the way, not necessarily the way you want it. Right. Well, and he didn't create you to just fly with the winds of his wills for you. Like he wants you to play an active role. Free will. That's he a relationship. Free will. Yeah. Yeah. To make choices and discernment. And, and, and oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay. I well, I was going to say that also the other thing I thought of just now as we're saying this, because you mentioned docility, which we've talked about on here many times that we struggle with being docile. So I think it's beautiful that that is like, you're already aware of that and trying to practice that. Mm-hmm. However, the other side, so docility is the virtue in between like, what would it, pride and like false humility, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so pride is the one where you're just like, I don't need a man, whatever. And then the false humility is where you don't play very much of an active role in the relationship with your spouse or significant other at all. You're kind of just, a, for lack of a better word, a doormat. You don't make a lot of the decisions. You don't have a lot of opinions about anything. And so docility is that middle ground, that beautiful virtue in the middle. And so it worries me if you're too focused on being too docile that you don't put any action into this. You don't put, I don't know. The opposite would be me still being like, I don't need a man to open a door for me. Also, I want to marry a man. That's not going to work. Like, that's yeah. not going to work. I'm going to marry a jerk. Or so I'm going to marry like yes. not a non-man man. Like I'm going to marry like a pushover. <laughs> it's so interesting because with this mindset, if someone asked this anonymous girl, Hey, are you dating? Like, like for the caller before or mm-hmm. the writer before, like, Hey, you're single during the holidays. They bring it up. I don't think this girl could honestly say not for lack of trying. True. True. Which I think is what her family's maybe trying to say is like, you need to get out there. It's more like not for lack of waiting. <laughs> true. Yeah, no, True. Is there, and and the other thing I thought of as I read it, is there anything in your life that you just sat on and waited to have happen? You know what I mean? Like, did you just, are you, I don't know, because you're 21. So I immediately put, go back to myself at that age. And I'm like, okay, I didn't just sit and go, if God wants me to play college soccer, it'll happen. If God wants me to, you know be self-employed so I can be a stay-at-home mom one day and not have to worry about like nine to five and nine to five and all that stuff it'll happen like there's nothing in our lives that works like that 
So why would your vocation work like the most that? important thing? Right. It's like, it's like when someone, this is probably a terrible analogy, but when someone is like extremely overweight and mm. they are like confused why they're overweight when they keep like eating McDonald's three days, three times a day. Yeah. You know, it's just like, but you like, didn't help yourself. Right. Right. I mean, that's, I feel like that's a good analogy. I feel like that's a very basic analogy because it's like at the very least, give yourself a chance. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put pedal to the metal. You just you don't to- have to be this like extreme feminist that's like, you know, slaying left and right, like, you know, asking guys on dates, but you need to do like putting yourself out there. Absolutely. If there's if there's young adult events that you're not going to, you're not doing your effort. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. If you're not, and I, this is obviously personal, you know, the opinion, I'm sure I can get ratted out about it, but if you're not like putting your best foot forward every day, cause I always lived, but when I was single, my mindset was always, you never know who you're going to run into anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, would get, I would go to, Starbucks I would literally line. would go to airports and was like, this is my moment <laughs> to shine. Yeah. Um. And I was a wedding photographer. So anytime I went to weddings, I was like, this is my moment. Uh. I mean, even when I went around like college campus and stuff, I was like, I don't know everyone at this school. Who knows? Who freaking knows? So every single, not every single day, let's be real. But most of the time I was putting my best foot forward. I was like, putting my best self, my best outfit. I was putting effort into who I was and who I was presenting myself as. That mm-hmm. matters. That's action. You know what I mean? Like, that's not just, oh, you know, my God, he'll love me for who I am. Like that, I don't know. That seems just kind of passive and lazy. Not saying oh, that's what like, you're doing here, Anonymous, at all. We're, we're, right. we're we this conversation make- has gone broader. <laughs> With with the five sentences you gave us, gave us, we have to make a lot of assumptions. This so forgive us if none of these are true. But we, in order to answer it, we have to fill in gaps. So, um, and it's kind of like the guy you're looking for. Does he want a woman that is just going to assume things will happen for her? Like, oh, for instance, true. you have children. Well, they'll just because because we like are really Catholic. And we're holy and we bring them to church, like they're they're just gonna end up to be great humans of society. It's like no, doesn't necessarily. It's not just gonna end up that way because um, you know, because you're surrendering I'm using your words, because you're surrendering and being docile and you're not chasing and being obsessive about, you know, raising your kids well and you know, you want you want to see the good in them and you want you know, all these things you don't want to, you know, have them beg for attention, like all these things, but your words, like your kids just aren't going to turn out great kids because all those things, like you have to put in the effort, Megan knows every single day, 24 (laughs) hours a day in order to develop them. Yeah. And so it just doesn't happen getting out there. You have to get out there. There's a very small amount of people where their husband just pops into their life next to them on the pew in adoration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and reading the line again about the guy should be the one to, in a sense, prove his commitment and conviction by asking her out and all this stuff. We've said this before. You've got to let him know that you're an option. Let him know that he has a chance with you. Mm -hmm. He's And then him asking you, is him proving his commitment and conviction in his desires to date you. But if he doesn't even know you, like he has a chance with you, he's not going to risk it for the biscuit. Mm-mm. Why would he? There's other girls out here telling him, Hey, like, I, I think I'm interested in you. So yeah. why would he just like giving him all the signs throw a, you know, a, a random chance out Right. A chance for his confidence to be like broken, you know? Um, I will say that if I was of the ages between like, if I was single and between the ages of like 24 and 35, I would absolutely think 
getting like an Amex card or something for the airport lounges is worth it. Like the amount of finance bros I see in airport lounges that are dressed nice, seem like they have great jobs. You know, they're traveling for work. They're just grabbing a drink in the airport lounge. Like, you know, the special like American lounges or Amex lounges, Centurion, you know, all the things. If I was single, I would be putting my best foot forward in these airport lounges. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. True. That's, that's just it's, it's an option. Um, okay. Megan's getting ready to feed Micaiah. So I'm going to jump in here with mentionables and then, and then we'll get to a voicemail or two. So mentionables, you guys know them, you guys love them. They are your go-to place for model list lingerie. Okay. Um, if you guys don't follow them on Instagram, they're a must follow. They just have a really great, relatable, fun page. Even if you're single and not in the season to purchase mentionables yet, they have really cute, like pajama things and stuff, but it's just like a very relatable, fun page. Um, all women workplace and they just are very like wholesome and it's, it's a great company to support, but you can get 10% off your order with dang heck 10. And they're always having new lines come out, like their seasonal lines. I mean, just beautiful. And if you are going to any um, bridal shower, this is the place to purchase or get a gift card to because it's like the least like, I feel like growing up, I heard, yeah, (laughs) raunchy. Like when I heard lingerie, I was like, Ooh, like weird. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I remember there was something called weird. Lover's Lane. Yes. There was something called Lover's Lane. And like it always oh had like on signs and stuff. And for Stop. a while, I thought it was a bowling alley for couples. And <laughs> you're so cute. It's like Lover's <laughs> Lane. <laughs> and then I realized as I got older, there's weird stuff hanging in the windows. But it's like mentionables is so pretty and elegant mm-hmm. to something that can turn so weird. <laughs> There's like two spectrums, you know, and like mentionables is just like so best. delicate and just, yes, they're the best. So well, get in, oh, go ahead. One more thing. It's kind of fun too, depending on how well, you know, the bride's soon to be husband and like if you know them together and stuff mm-hmm. you can get them like a set like he can get something too which is kind yeah. of fun cuz totally. it's like yeah love you both enjoy your wedding <laughs> like, yeah. oh so it was so fun getting lingerie for my bridal shower it was so much fun so definitely check it out use code danghack10 all caps Dang heck 10, no spaces, all caps for 10% off your order at shopmentionables.com, M-E-N-T-I-O-N-A-B-L-E-S. All right, let's get through a voicemail. All right, let's hear it. Okay, this one, so wild. And um, I I really want to know your thoughts if this happened to you, Megan. I'm going to keep it anonymous and I'm going to just tell you a little bit of background. So my husband and I have been trying to conceive for over two years. God's not blessing us just now, but I know it's coming. But anyway, we had one of um, our family members, my husband's cousin's wife. They're into like nature and all that stuff. So she made me this really sweet, like, rabbit doll thing and she wrote a little letter saying that you know she believed in numbers angels and signs of nature and she filled the rabbit up with like pomegranate seeds 333 of them lavender and that rabbits symbolize fertility and all that stuff and that um on november 27th there's a full moon, so go outside and bless her under the moonlight. So I want to be like, oh, this is really cute, super sweet. The doll, the rabbit is really cute. But I'm just like a little weirded out. I'm not really too fond of this whole like manifestation. And, you know, I mean, what really freaking out was blessing it under the moonlight. So I'm just curious 
to see or to hear what you guys think about it. And I love your show, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Bye. You want to know if this happened to me? No, if this happened to you, what would you do? Oh, I was like, what makes you think this has happened to me? <laughs> you know, isn't this so common? This is everyone. <laughs> I was in for the part that I could relate to. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, so it's a rabbit what? She made a rabbit. Like a rabbit. Like probably like a crocheted stuffed animal kind of thing. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I lavender and like and i think she said sunflower seeds pomegranate oh, I heard pomegranate yeah yeah okay and then you're supposed to like bless it under the moon during the full moon or whatever i mean it's like weird astrology manifestation yeah this voodoo. sounds kind of pagany it is yeah it's uh, a, it's like borderline witchcraft yeah i wouldn't do anything with that i'd maybe say thank you so much it's so thoughtful um intention is there they just yeah no you know it's not their fault right i was gonna say the intention is absolutely genuine and like they mean very very well um because that's very intentional (laughs) clearly Mm -hmm. uh i would probably get rid of it yeah light it on fire maybe yeah well like I would receive it with heartfelt love and then Mm -hmm. immediately after you like get rid you know you're not in her presence either burn it or like you need it out of your house immediately and I know it sounds like we're overreacting no I'm being so serious I'm the same way (laughs) yeah like things like this in the spiritual realm are not something to play around with even if you don't do anything with it you still like are opening up your home to it it's mm-hmm. like the devil doesn't care if you, like, for instance, I saw a priest, I think on church pop on Instagram, he was talking about Taylor Swift's, like some mm. of her performances. Solace. Solace. Yeah. And like, some of them are like witchcraft kind of like, um, seances a little bit, like they reflect mm-hmm. them and whether Taylor knows it or not, or meant to do it, it doesn't matter. Like the devils are very, like demons are very legalistic. They don't care if like you, your intention was good or not. It's like, if X, Y, Z happens, then ABC happens. Mm -hmm. Like there's no room for intentionality within that. Mm -hmm. It's legalistic. So because, you know, this thing or whatever, it was a good intention. It's actually does not matter. Right. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, it's like, a voodoo doll and we don't believe in any sort of thing like that's completely against all christianity and yeah. immediately get rid of it because she could have put some sort of like i don't you don't know what she practices but like not a spell that's like intended to be negative or whatever but you don't want to play around with that stuff it's like when someone says they you know sage their house for good vibes no, oh, yeah. no, or they use the... sage that bunny. I don't freaking know. <sighs> they put you know? crystals in their bedroom for all like the good energy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Nope. But this is kind of like borderline even more because you need to like act on it and do mm-hmm. like get it blessed by the moon. Under like, the moon. Yeah. Follow your gut, but I would immediately get it out of your house. Yep. Same. Same, same, same. Very grateful I can't relate to this situation. <laughs> freaky 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 all right Um, one last one this one is um she's describing her boyfriend and if what he does is rude or not okay hey guys i'm gonna keep this anonymous um my heck yes is pretty much all of life the lord is so good and he's just really blessing me right now even amidst struggles I would say my heck no is that I made my coffee the exact same way I always do, and it tastes very weird, and I made a giant cup of it, and I was going to just sit here and drink it and pray and journal, and it tastes so weird, so that's a heck no. Um, I have a question for you two, and I guess also the listeners. Um, Do you guys have a spouse or fiance or boyfriend who is, very very quiet um i do and people i know think that he's very rude because he never talks 
He never talks to them. And, I mean, he does in my family, but it, it takes a while for him to get comfortable, and then he does. Um, but, like, even with my own father, he he has been concerned that that it'll be a – I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at wording things, so don't take this as, like, I'm super nervous or something. I'm just not good at my words. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like he's super quiet. I love him so much, but some people think he's super rude and, like, you know, I don't know, like, really socially deficit. And, like, that may be the case, but I love him to death. He's so wonderful, and I feel like it's not that big of a deal. But then people say that it will affect our marriage, and then I get scared, and I'm like, what? So if you guys could give me examples, because I am not that quiet. I mean, I'm an introvert, but I'm very bubbly, and I could talk and talk and talk, as you can probably tell. So I think it's worked well so far. It hasn't really bothered me, except for when he, like, actually is rude to someone. But I don't know. I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts, because it really hasn't bothered me until people started saying stuff, and then I was, like, on a second guessing. So please let me know if you guys have examples of, like, marriages where it's, like, exact opposite in public. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. If it was on a scale zero to major red flag being 10, how much of a red flag is this? Are you asking me? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a seven? Oh my gosh, I was going to say seven too. It's a red flag. It totally is um especially because everyone's saying it well and especially if everyone that's saying it is not related you know what i mean yeah, like, like there are different corners here. of people are saying it yes different corners of your life are finding these patterns mm-hmm. and the other thing i thought of too is how much how little i realized communication plays a role in marriage like how huge communication is going to be in every single aspect of Avery and I's relationship for the rest of our lives and so part of me like immediately thought of that the amount of hard conversations Avery and I've had to have about every aspect of our marriage and relationship together parenting finances sex I mean everything my mind immediately thought of oh my gosh if he was just naturally that quiet I don't know if he's that quiet with you or if he's just that quiet with everyone else it's kind of weird I don't know I feel like it would be a personality thing across the board um but it's that weird. would be a red flag for me yeah it's it's I, not I normal. remember I remember my cousins some of my certain cousins would come to like holidays and bring their significant others and their significant others wouldn't talk at all and I was like, what's their issue? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being around it and being like, mm, that's weird. You're probably at, at like seven. You're like, they're not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was only a couple years younger than them. And I was like, not dating anyone. And I had like no real dating experience. And I just remember being like, something's off about that. I don't know. Feels mm-hmm. kind of weird such the red flag only gets higher and higher the more people say stuff and you have to like to say something about someone's significant other takes a lot of guts so they're not just saying it to say it they're saying it because it's concerning it's not something you just one-off say about your boyfriend you know like right I wouldn't tell my friend something about her boyfriend unless I was like actually really serious about it being like you know a possible problem the questions I have for you is like are you embarrassed by it because if you are even a little bit embarrassed by the way he acts in public that is an even bigger red flag than what people say yep yep the next question I would say is does his actions make you not want to bring him around your family and friends Because if any part of you is about to say yes, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, that's also a red flag. Do you want your significant other to have a good relationship? I think she mentioned her dad, right? Yeah. Like, gosh, that's such a big deal. 
That's a red you flag for me. You always <laughs> imagine if you're like having to kind of gamble with yourself being like, well, it's okay if they like aren't that close. And like, it's really fine because like we get along and I love his family. And like, if you're trying to convince yourself, it sounds like from the voicemail that you're trying to convince yourself this is okay because you love him. Yeah. Which, you will not change me- this. Let me be the first to say, and I I don't want to burst your bubble. And I obviously, again, like we said in a previous caller or like message, we have to make some assumptions here because we can't have this conversation with you in person. Mm -hmm. The one relationship I was in, I was head over heels, absolutely loved him, imagined a future together, imagined what our life was going to look like, the children we were going to have, how great it was going to be. There were, while simultaneously, he was giving me multiple, multiple examples of him cheating right in front of my eyes. Like love is literally blind. I thought this guy and I were going to be together forever. He sent me a literal, let me explain to you how blind love is. (laughs) Sent me a literal Snapchat of him on a date with his ex while he and I were dating. And I didn't do anything with it. I did not approach him about it I didn't I was just like huh weird and I tried to convince myself why he might have done that why he might be on a date with his ex why you know and I'm not saying that's the same situation you're in but I do want to say having been it been in that this situation myself like my parents made comments about him I had certain friends make comments about Mm -hmm. him and I just kind of wrote him off or tried to like have his back yeah. And and I don't think your boyfriend's going to cheat on you like the same situation I was in, but I do want to say you have to take at least a grain of salt with what they're saying. Cuz you're, you're so right. You're, yeah, you're in it. Love is blind. Love is blind. I ignored so many personality red flags with my ex before I met Patrick. So many personality oh my gosh. Yeah, red did. flags. But I didn't but, see him either because I didn't know him personally and I trusted you. So I was like, well. right. And then my dad was <laughs> quiet because he's like, I don't want to, she'll figure it out. I don't want to push her away. And I was like, dad, if you would have just told me, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. He's like, it wouldn't have worked out the way it should have. But the fact people are actually telling you makes it even more serious because no True. one wants to get in your business, True. <laughs> especially telling you your boyfriend's weird. Like, Yeah. That's so true. Gosh. If you do not want to bring him around your family and friends, if any ounce of you doesn't want to do that, major red flag. If you're ever embarrassed by the way he acts more than twice in public, immediately red flag. If I could go back yeah. and take those questions and answer them honestly with myself, with my ex, my relationship would have been a year shorter. Yeah. The are you embarrassed question, if someone would have said, are you embarrassed that he sent you that I would have been like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like he thinks I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. Or like, I'm embarrassed, like if my parents knew that, if my parents knew that, yes, that I'm still with him. Yeah. Like if people knew he did this and I was, uh, yep. Yep. Those are good questions. Cease. There we have it. And that's a wrap on that, folks. <laughs> that's a wrap. We started with Makaya Nursing. We're ending with Makaya Nursing. <laughs> Ain't got mastitis um, no more. <laughs> suck them dry, Makaya. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, we need to go to bed. We're so grateful for you. The, um, the, when this comes out on Monday the 4th, 2023 of December, the 10th, Sunday the 10th is when we're having our Patreon call, okay? Mm-hmm. Where Megan is showing her birth video. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going to be recorded. If you want to join us, please do sign up to be a Patreon member. It's a donation platform. We'd be so grateful to have you. And um, the only requirement for Sunday is that you are on video. Um, yeah. if so, you don't have your video on, you are getting kicked out. Is that possible? Yeah, we can kick them out. Okay. Uh-huh. We can kick you out. <laughs> so that's just the We name don't want the a game. bunch of weirdos. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It is funny though. I will say it's funny because there are people that I know in real life because most of our Patreon girls I've never met before in real life. I feel like I have because we 
we like meet up every month and it's so mm-hmm. fun and I know so much about their lives. But there are a couple girls who I know in real life that have become new Patreons because they want to see this video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It's getting real. It's getting the real, Mag. I do for you guys. Okay. <laughs> Well, we're so grateful. Thanks for listening in. Give us a call or write in text or, or voicemail at 312-775-2615, whether it's sharing heck yes, heck no, what in the dang heck moment, or just advice columns. Like these have become really popular and we love doing them and know that if you feel like your question's stupid, 45 other people are thinking the same question. So with that, and likely it's something I wish someone would have like clarified for me or said for me like a couple years ago. Totally. Totally. <laughs> oh my God. Takes me back. <laughs> Takes us back. Well, thank you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So call our hotline at 312-775-2615. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.